Hey guys, John here. So, over the weekend, our daughter Autumn had her first soccer game of the year. And this year, the coach of the team is, is very um, very vocal, but on a, in a good way. He's stern with the kids, but he's also, um, you know, will reinforce when they've done things well. And part of what this coach has taught them is the various roles within soccer. Um, don't ask me because I don't specifically know what all the, the names of these positions are um, or what exactly their purposes are at the moment. Um, I do know that I can generally understand defense um, and offensive players and, of course, the goalie. But I don't know the specifics of each position other than the goalie. Obviously, we know what he does. But so, which is good. I'm, I'm glad that the kids are getting the the um i guess the the importance of different positions and a, a better overall understanding of the game itself but part of what we have noticed in the very first game um all of the kids in their various positions are scared to go outside of their parameters um and by that what i'm trying to say is so i'll give you a, i guess i'll kind of give you a, an example so during the game a lot of the times, the offensive players, there would be, I'm trying to think maybe four to five of them would be running down the field. And so there would always be one or two of those folks that were up front, and they were the ones that were going after the ball and trying to score the goal. They would get right up there around the goal, and they would be over overcome by the defensive players and the other offensive players. And so two or three of our other offensive players would hang back in their assigned zones, um, which I guess were kind of around midfield. And so basically what was happening was we were getting these opportunities to score goals, but the two folks that were trying to score the goals were getting just bombarded and outbeat by all these other folks. So we've, we've got more bodies than, than we've got people that are shooting for the ball. And so the other players were just, like I said, just kind of hanging out in their areas, and they weren't providing any assistance in the goal of soccer, which is to score a goal. So it kind of got me to thinking that, and I was trying to think this just, I mean, not only in life, but politics, workplace, a lot of different areas, but how often do we find ourselves really needing and and having the ability to work with others, but deciding not to and avoiding it because we don't feel that that is within our parameters or our rights or um, what we're supposed to do. Um, and I would think that that happens quite often. I'm one of those folks that that will step up and say, hey, I want to go help them, but I can't do this because of this or I can't do that because of that. And we've seen it, we see it time and time again in the workplace where, you know, if if the team would come together and work and try to help each other, then they could accomplish so much. But for whatever reason, it might be a, they, they view themselves um, or different team members on their team as competition. They don't want to help out the team um, because it may make so-and-so look better or, or you know, be better qualified for the next promotion when that comes open. But 
this is something that we always find ourselves in and, and experience sometime in our life. And it's something that, that you know, everybody does a resume and they'll talk about, well, I'm such a team player and I'm a team player and I work well with others and all of these things. But I don't think that we really focus on being team players. Um, so let's look at some things. Now, when, when, I'm in, when I was in business school, um, going through um, to get my degree, we talked a lot um, about geese. So if you've never heard about geese, um, you'll know that if you look up in the sky, you'll see some geese flying by. And oh, I'm starting to rhyme there. That's impressive. But you'll always see them being in this V. So that's how they, they fly in this V type shape. And so the reason they fly in the V is because they're working as a team. Um, so I'm going to go through, this is kind of the story of this, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of tell you just how effective this V that they fly in is. So each goose flaps its wing, and it creates an uplift for the birds that follow. By flying in a V formation, the whole flock adds 71% greater flying range than if each bird flew alone. So people who share a common direction and sense of the community can get where they are going quicker and easier because they are traveling on the thrust of one another. This is very common if you are a NASCAR fan. Um, you, you may have heard the term drafting. And it's very much the same thing. You're, you're getting less, um, the person behind you is getting less turbulence um, than they would get if they were off doing their own thing. So fact number two, when a goose falls out of formation, it suddenly feels the drag and resistance of flying alone. It quickly moves back into formation to take advantage of the lifting power of the bird immediately in front of it. So the lesson we can take away from that is if we have as much sense as a goose, we stay, we stay in formation and those headed where we want to go. We are willing to accept their help and give help to others. So again, going with that, sometimes you're going to be taking on projects and things and you, you need to understand that you may not be the best qualified for that. So stepping back and letting somebody that is um, more experienced or maybe just not as tired as you take over and then getting behind that person and supporting them, that that will continue and keep the, you know, I want to say your flock, but your team working and moving forward. Um, fact number three, when the lead goose tires, it rotates back into formation and another goose flies to take the point position. Again, knowing when to to relieve or relinquish um, control on, and it doesn't have to be the entire project, it might be different components of the project, um, but knowing when to step back and let somebody else take the reins for a while and continue moving forward. A lot of times you'd be surprised within teams how one person gets put into this chief role and they find themselves doing everything that they can do to ensure that all of their ideas are theirs and they, they're not um, providing any kind of incentives for the rest of the team to come forward and want to work um, because they know they're not going to be recognized or their, their um, suggestions are not going to be considered because it wasn't the main guy's idea. Um, fact number four, the geese flying in formation honk to, 
encourage those up front to keep up their speed. So essentially, they are giving feedback and encouragement for the others. Hey, keep going. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. We're doing great. You're doing awesome. And again, that, that's important for folks that are in the team to support each other. You know, give each other encouraging words on a daily basis. If there's a something that comes up and there's a mistake made, don't don't just bombard that person with negative feedback and 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 looks of you know I can't believe you did that and you know give encouragement. That's the biggest thing is there, and that's the world today. There's not enough um, positive encouragement that goes on in the workforce at home or any other place. So be that encouragement to others. Um, fact number five: When a goose gets sick, wounded, or shot down. Two geese drop out of formation and follow it to help and protect it. They stay with it until it dies or is able to fly again, and then they launch out with another formation or catch up with the flock. So if we have as much sense as geese, we will stand by each other in difficult times as well as when we are strong. Uh, again, supporting each other. There's going to be events and things that come up and come up, and there's there's going to be struggles. So standing by one another, but also keeping the group moving forward by by several of you helping the other person up um, or, you know, working with that person. But again, you're, you're taking time to build that person up and help them and support them, and the group continues to move forward. So um, that's, it's important to work with each other. Um, if, if, if geese can do it and figure it out, then you would surely think that us as humans could figure it out. But we oftentimes are... Or at least we, we, we think that we are too smart for our, um, our own good on a lot of things. So this Monday, I'm challenging you to go out through the week, work as a team, build others up. Um, just, just be a positive force for your team. And not only for your team at work, but at your family. So if you have a spouse, build them up. Don't tear them down. Don't, po- don't point out their, their faults. Um, give them... Give them positive feedback. You know, give them an Adam boy for, hey, I, I appreciate how you did the dishes. I, I appreciate how you work with the kids on their homework. I appreciate, just, just show some appreciation to, to those you love, to those you work with, to friends, to family, because there's not enough of that left in the world these days. So if we all want to keep moving forward, encourage each other, love one another, and continue moving forward. Happy Monday, everybody, and we'll see you later.